Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God, Receiving the Holy Spirit, Being Born Again, Born from Above. We have read in Scripture time and over and over again, time and time again and over and over again, that we must be born again, born of the Spirit. We must have that well of living water dwelling inside of us. We must have the presence of the Holy Spirit. And we have heard in Scripture, now this is according to the Word of God, that we are born of God uh, when we accept Christ. We are born of the Spirit. We are born again, born from above. We've heard all this from Scripture. The Lord has has borne the record to us that we must. He said there in John chapter seven, 3, verse 7, he says, Marvel not, and I said unto thee, ye must, an emphatic, remember? The emphatic, the present tense emphatic, you must be born again. Christ, these are the words uttered from the lips of our Savior to Nicodemus. Now, I want to look at this, that you see, it's one thing to hear it. It's one thing to hear that we must be. It's one thing to uh, hear that we must, and the only way that we can receive that that new birth is through faith in Christ. So now, I want to look at the latter part of the Gospel of John, chapter 3, because Jesus not only tells us that we must be born again, but he tells us how to be born again. And it's one of the greatest uh, and foundational scriptures as we spoke on a few messages back, John 3, 16. But I want to read this account in the Gospel of John, this record uh, set in eternity. We must understand that this is the Word of God, and God's Word is eternal. This is an eternal record that He sent His Son to die for the world, the sins of the world, and shed every drop of His precious blood. And whosoever, did you hear that? Whosoever, it's all-inclusive gospel. No one is excluded. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus said we must be born again. He didn't leave any guesswork. He has answered all the questions of the who, what, when, where, why, and how of how to be born again. And this we will see from the scriptures today. So I want to begin reading here. And I would like to read a few verses here, quite a few. We got a lot of scripture to cover. But I believe we should let the word of God speak. Verse 1 of John chapter 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He cannot, excuse me, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily. That phrase there in the Greek is truly, truly. Truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Verse 7 again, marvel not. Do not be taken back. Do not be shocked 
that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it is whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, that's that phrase, that, that those words again, verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and ye receive not our witness. That sounds like so many in the world today. If I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Listen closely. And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he, speaking of himself, that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is from heaven. And as Moses, listen closely, because this is how we are born again. Jesus not only told him what must happen for him to enter into and see the kingdom of God, to come unto the Father. Remember, Jesus said there in John chapter 14, verse 6, he told when Thomas said, if we know not whither thou goest, and we know not the way. And Or he said, how can we know the way? Jesus said, I am. The way, the truth, and the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. You see, the Word of God leaves us uh, with, the, the Lord of God leave, leaves us always with hope. It, it never leaves us hopeless. It never leaves us empty. It is alive, and it's active, and it's powerful, and it speaks truth into our life, but that must come through the Holy Spirit. But Jesus does not leave us with a question as to how we can be born again as he does Nicodemus here. He says right here in verse 14, he says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Listen closely to verse 15 and on down through the rest of the verses here through 19. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so love the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life for god sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the this is the condemnation that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds be reproved, unless his deeds be made laid out in the open. That speaks of the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Very simple. You know, mankind, we as mankind, we struggle not with the complexities of life and the complexities of God's redemptive plan for us, 
through Jesus Christ our Lord. We don't struggle with the complexity of that. We struggle with the simplicity of the gospel. There are two types of people, those that are in the world who are rejecting Christ and have been born once, and there are those of us in the world who have born, been born twice. And the difference is believing in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, that he was lifted up on a cross, nailed to a cross, shed every drop of his precious blood for our sins. The word of God tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.21, for he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him, speaking of, of Christ. Folks, we need to understand something. It is so simple, but yet it is profoundly important because the eternal destiny of souls is in the balance here. The eternal destiny of souls. Listen to this right here again. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Folks, we don't need to condemn someone for their sin. Because we're nothing more than sinners saved by grace ourselves. The word of God is not to condemn the person, but let them know and let us know that we're condemned already without Christ. The sin and the judgment for sin is already upon us. For the word of God tells us for the wages of sin is death. But there is a but there. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We can talk all day long about being born again, but if you are going to struggle with the simplicity of the gospel, you are condemning yourself to a, a eternity in the lake of fire. If you remember, I replayed the message, born once, die twice, born twice, die once. If you are only have only experienced the physical birth here in this life, the fleshly birth, and you have never been born again into the family of God by placing your faith in Christ, you will die twice. You will die physically, yes, but you will also die an eternal spiritual death, eternally separated from God in, in the lake of fire. Revelation chapter 20, verse 11 through 15 tell you of that if you don't believe what I'm telling you. you if you're born once, you will die twice, but if you're born twice, you are born in the flesh. You're born uh, as a babe. And then you are born by the new birth of receiving Christ and being born of the Spirit. You're born twice. You will only die once. And that's physical death, which we all are under the, that, that uh, shadow of that physical death. But Jesus said that through him we shall, we shall live. He said, I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Remember what we talked about yesterday, that life flow of the Spirit unto everlasting life, eternal life, which comes through the possession of the Spirit. But there must be uh, uh, an understanding that if you reject Christ, if you continue to reject him, you're condemning yourself. It's not us that's condemning you. It's not my words. It's not the word of, of uh, a preacher in a church. No, it's the word of God's telling you that in your natural state, you are condemned already. Christ says that right here. He that believeth on him is not condemned. 
He that has faith on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. They love sinner friend if you're out there in the world you've heard the truth of the gospel this morning you have heard that god so loved you and i want you to repeat that verse with me john three sixteen. and i want you instead of the word world i want you to place your name there for god so loved me whatever your name is that he gave his only begotten son that if i will believe in him i will not perish I will not be condemned. I will receive and be born again, receive Christ as my Savior, be born again, and I will go I will go from death to eternal life. I will no longer be condemned because I have humbled myself before a holy and righteous God and accepted the free gift of his grace, who is Jesus Christ, our Lord, who died on the cross, who gave it all that you might gain it all, the untold riches of glory through the spiritual birth, going from death to life, from damnation to salvation, uh, and from a destination in the lake of fire and hell to the wonderful, blessed, untold riches of an eternal life in heaven. You are condemned in your state right now. Please listen to the words of our Savior today. God so loved you that he sent me. Christ is saying this, that he sent me his only begotten son, that whosoever you sinner friend today, if you will only place your faith in him, if you will only place your faith in him, you will not perish. You will not be condemned. You will be saved and you will be translated by receiving the birth, new birth of the spirit and be saved unto everlasting life. I pray and my prayer is that you will surrender your heart today. Listen to the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, and I will close with this, John chapter 16, this is what the one assurance that he gave to his disciples and to us as well. He was talking about his ascension, which was very important because if he did not ascend, the Holy Spirit would not have come. He says that right here in the Gospel of John, chapter 16. I want to start reading in verse 7. He says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient. It is most important for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believed not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. Sin has been judged. 
Satan has been judged. He has been eternally condemned. And it is my prayer today, my friend, that by the convicting power of the Holy Spirit that you would receive Christ as your Lord and Savior and not be condemned with him. Right there he said, he will convict him of righteousness because I go to my Father and you believe me no more. That speaks of faith without sight. That is faith unto justification where your sin debt is wiped clean and God uh, judicially pronounces you righteous in Jesus and through the blood of Jesus Christ. My friend, you stand condemned today. All you have to do is accept the simple message of the gospel, but it is profound and it is the most important thing that anyone could ever do. Thank you for joining me today. And my prayer today is that you would receive Christ as your Lord and Savior before it's eternally too late. Look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.